This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday, February 26th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. Well, what a mess Monday was with strong winds that brought down trees, unfortunately on a lot of houses, even cars, and we had that snow, especially north and northwest of Albany. It made for treacherous conditions trying to navigate the roadways and again deal with those very strong wind gusts. As we talk about today, we see that sunshine. It'll be mostly throughout the afternoon into the early evening that it's brighter, it's drier. The key word though is we still have strong winds. Now they're not going to be as destructive as those 60 to 70 mile per hour winds we had yesterday, but we will still find those gusts up to 30, if not 40 miles per hour. Tonight, we're partly cloudy, mostly clear, and after a cold day in the mid-20s, we fall back tonight to single digits, and it is going to be a very chilly night with those winds still with us, howling near gusts of 30 miles per hour overnight. For Wednesday, we'll start with some sunshine, but we do have to look ahead to the chance for some snow in the early to mid-afternoon. Light in general terms, but still steady enough to probably give us at least a couple to few inches across the capital region. That's late Wednesday night into the overnight and it could make for a few slick spots early Thursday morning, a few leftover flurries, and then we'll find that sunshine with colder air right around the corner. That's a look at today's forecast and beyond. And here's today's top headline. Strong winds whipping across the capital mm -hmm. region. The area has been hit with road closures, property damage. There are power outages, as we've been saying, and national grid crews out and about working to restore the power. News NBC's Justina Latimer joins us now live in Albany with the latest. Justina, what are you seeing out there? Well, this storm has impacted businesses, homes, and even local roadways. Just behind me, there is a sign, Eagle Street, just nearly bent in half from those strong winds. And then across the street, we even see some damage here from the trees, branches in the roadways. But this is not all of the damage here in the capital region. More than a thousand customers in Albany are still left without power. As of Monday night, the harsh winds left issues up and down Central Avenue. In Gilderland, a power line snapped by the winds started a fire on Worthington Road. That fire created a mess for crews to clean up. All of a sudden, I heard a big pop and a flash of light. Like, I thought a transformer had exploded. But that wasn't it. Several trees knocked over by high winds, crashing into a few homes in Albany. While lines are still down and many are still without power, national grid crews and locals are now left to pick up the pieces. Now, if you see any lines that are down, National Grid reminds you not to touch them because they could still hold electricity. Live in Albany, Justina Latimer, News 10, ABC. Over in the Berkshires, there are about 500 customers without power. Emergency officials in the area sent a notice last night saying restoration should not be expected until sometime this morning due to the nature of the work that needs to be done. Officials encourage you to go to the Adams Visitor Center on 3 Hoosick Street if you have no heat or electricity because of those outages. And right now, things at Albany International Airport aren't looking too bad. There's one cancellation, a couple of delays after 6 o'clock this morning, but everything else seems to still be running on time. If you have an early morning flight, make sure to keep an eye on the departure time. Check in with the airline, check in with the airport's website before you leave the house. In the news today, a judge in Rochester has now given immigration officials one week to either deport a local chef or release him from custody. Kinomo Nagorin fled the Ivory Coast in 2011 to seek asylum here in the U.S., and he's worked as a cook at the Capital Region Rescue Mission ever since. Last month, he was detained by ICE. 
The news sparking local outrage. You might remember Albany County Sheriff Craig Apple and Mayor Kathy Sheehan calling for his release. And an update for you, the red flag gun bill, now law here in New York State, giving courts the authority to take guns away from people who are deemed a threat to themselves or others. The governor signing the bill yesterday, calling it, quote, common sense, with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi by his side. The NRA says it opposes the legislation, saying it does not contain strong due process protections and could be used to take away someone's constitutional rights. Governor Cuomo is now dropping a proposal to ban all modified stretch limos something he wanted passed following the Schoharie tragedy back in October. According to the Times Union, the decision to remove the ban from that executive budget is receiving praise from limo companies who argued that a total outright ban would hurt legitimate businesses. The governor is still planning on putting stricter regulations on limos operating here in the state, including banning any that violate federal safety standards. In the news, local lawmakers continue to work towards a plan for former St. Clair's employees who are left with unpaid pensions. Assemblyman Angelo Santa Barbara says the estimate to make those pensions full is more than $53 million. Lawmakers are petitioning Governor Cuomo to include some of that money in his 2020 budget, even asking the state controller for an investigation. Meanwhile, some lawmakers outside of the capital region are concerned the state bailout would set a precedent. The scheduled surrender date for a former top aide to Governor Cuomo convicted of corruption delayed yet again. A federal appeals court ruling Joseph Prococo can remain free pending his appeal. Prococo was scheduled to surrender to serve his six-year prison sentence on March 1st after being convicted last year of accepting more than $300,000 in bribes. The former St. Rose student now facing up to a decade in prison for allegedly destroying dozens of computers with a special device. That's according to the Department of Justice. A criminal complaint shows that he damaged more than 50 computers at St. Rose with a device which sends a series of power surges into a computer to destroy the hardware. He also faces a fine of up to $250,000 if convicted. The flu season continues and it could go well into spring. While this year's flu season hasn't been quite as bad as past years, health experts are warning of a more severe strain that now accounts for nearly half of all new cases. This second variation is known as H3N2. We could see this flu season lasting until May. That's the latest word. Meanwhile, this year's vaccine holding up well against the main strain. But again, now we're seeing this second severe strain as well. And the Recovery Sports Grill is hosting its third annual Coaches Day, honoring our local coaches for all of their hard work and dedication throughout the year by offering them a free meal at any one of their 13 locations across New York, New Jersey, West Virginia, Virginia, and Florida. Do love those boneless wings, the cheerleader sauce, by the way. Have you had it? Mm. And happening today, 12-year-old Grace Charty, a patient of Albany Med Melody Center, will be the first patient at the center to receive her very own My Special Aflac Duck. The special duck is a high-tech social robot that uses medical play, lifelike movement, and emotions to engage and help comfort kids during their cancer care. Grace will receive her duck at 1.30 this afternoon. This morning's Giving on 10 comes to us from Jess Bedard. Jess wants to highlight Francesca Del Signor of Fallen Chandelier Productions. Jess says Francesca truly cares about her students like they are her own children. She provides a scholarship program for qualified students who may not otherwise be able to participate in the art of theater. And she helps all of her students develop confidence and lasting memories. Doing a great job there. And we want to know about people who are helping others. So let us know. Be a part of Giving on on 10 by sharing your story with us. You can send us a picture via Facebook or you can email it to news at news10.com. Use the hashtag giving on 10 and we'll be happy to share it on the air or online.
and a reminder that News 10 ABC has some money to burn. We want to buy Girl Scout cookies. We love the cookies, right? But we want you to tell us why we should buy yours. Create a little video. You can email it to us at news at news10.com or you can post it to any of our social media pages. But be sure to use the hashtag cookieson10. We've gotten a few already. They're great. We want a few more. We'll pick a winner and then we'll buy your Girl Scout cookies. Enjoy starting the day with the wake up rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4 30.